Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empower Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. And it is Tuesday, I think March the 14th. We're moving right along in the third month of the year already. Already. Seems like there's been a lot of stuff that's already happened. And Almost I'm, a quarter of the year oh gone already. Oh, my goodness. Don't even go there. I, I feel like I don't have enough time as it is to get things done. There is enough time. Just I need to steward it better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so grateful that you're joining us. We are going to finish up, I say that, hopefully, we're going to finish up on the Word of Wisdom today. That's one of the, the gifts of the Spirit, one of the the ones that gives us a, a revelation knowledge to what God is saying. And we said yesterday on today's podcast, we want to take the Old Covenant and the New Covenant and try to tie them together to encourage you a little bit more about this Word of Wisdom. Yeah, because it's going to help you uh, navigate the Word better when you're reading the Word of God. Most of the time through the New Covenant, when you're reading a lot of the things that you read, uh, they're quoting from Old Covenant Scriptures. So it brings a lot of clarity to the things you're reading, and and uh, it really helps you to be able to go better with it as far as understanding, connecting the dots. See where it's fulfilled. Yeah, and it, well, yes. knowing what was prophesied and then seeing that thing fulfilled, it really builds your faith too. And I think that's, uh, that. well, that's really what we want to look at today because in the Amplified Bible, uh, the book of Isaiah, who brings lots of prophetic uh, things to, to that's about to come to pass. Yeah, or, and let me say this before you read that scripture. What she's going to read out of Isaiah 11 is 700 years yes, oh, into the future think of that. Yes. before it ever takes place. Mm-hmm. And uh, so keep that in mind as we start going through this today. Because a lot of times we look at something and we're thinking, well, that didn't happen. But, you know, sometimes prophetic things take a minute to unfold and for us, uh, we think if it's not instant, then it's not the Lord. But yeah, you're right. That's that's an eye opener right there when you say seven hundred years. So Isaiah eleven, starting in verse one, I'll read about four verses. It says, "Then a shoot will spring from the stock of Jesse, which we talked a lot about, which was David." And it says, "And a branch from his root shall bear fruit." Now, when it talks about a shoot, that's really talking about. The, the coming Messiah, and we said 700 years down the road. And it says, A branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and strength, the Spirit of knowledge and of the, the reverential fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord And he will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make decisions by what his ears hear. But with righteousness and justice, he shall judge the poor and decide with fairness for the downtrodden of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Yeah, and, and really what we have in this, with this prophecy going forward, speaking of Jesus is that he was going to possess the sevenfold Spirit of God. And that's a teaching in itself. Yes, it is. And if you go through there, the sevenfold Spirit of God is the Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of wisdom, Spirit of understanding, of counsel, of strength, Spirit of knowledge, and 
the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And when we talk about the fear of the Lord, we are going back to being reverential. In other words, you're not afraid of God, but you're reverencing God. And this is really, like we said, this is a prophecy that's coming about where we begin to talk about um, Jesus. If we go over to the New Covenant, I think you've got the scripture on that. It comes from, I think, Luke chapter 4. And it's I, it's just a wonderful story how well, that unfolds. I want us to read it from two different translations. I'm going to stay with the King Jimmy. And, and <laughs> okay. you can do what the passion, I think, is what you yes. have. But noticing what we just read in Isaiah now, this is where everything starts unfolding. Jesus comes on the scene and and for you know his his uh, custom was to go be in the synagogue and you know we should follow Jesus' example we should go make sure we go to go church. To church yes you know but when he went in it says and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it's written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And that goes right back to the sevenfold Spirit of yes, God we just spoke about. Mm-hmm. Why is the sevenfold Spirit of the Lord on him? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach, uh, preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began to say unto them, This day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. And this is directly taken back in Isaiah 61 mm-hmm. is where he is actually reading from when he brings that to them. But we see it fulfilled in the new covenant. Yes, because we, we had prophecy uh, that was given in Isaiah, but we now have the tangible yes. uh, God in flesh. Absolutely. That's standing before them and de- standing before them and declaring I'm the Messiah. I'm the one that this scripture which, wrote about. Yes, and even like it because if you look at Luke chapter four, it cross references to Isaiah sixty one, Isaiah forty two, Isaiah eleven because all of them are prophesying about Jesus. So I want to take that and I want to I want to touch something. Uh, I'm going to read in the Passion, but listen to this: The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to be hope for the poor healing for the brokenhearted, and new eyes for the blind, and to preach to prisoners, you are set free. I have come to share the message of Jubilee for the time of God's great acceptance has begun. After he read this, he rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, sat down, and everyone stared at Jesus, wondering what he was about to say. Then he added, today, These scriptures came true in front of you. Now, this is the part I want to touch on as we close this part out today. Everyone was impressed at how well Jesus spoke and all of his beautiful words of grace that came from his lips. But they said among themselves, Who does he think he is? Isn't he Joseph's son who grew up here in Nazareth? And I wanted to close this out thinking about that point. We see everything Jesus did 
yet he was the Messiah walking around in the flesh, yet they still doubted him as to being someone who could speak in authority. And the same thing happens to us even in this time. People doubt us just because they know our story. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. Even even Jesus, listen, we're in good company. Oh, yes, we <laughs> we're are. We're in good company because when they, Jesus made the statement, they hated me, they're going to hate you. They're going to hate you too. People don't know, you know, people can't handle the truth, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and when we present it, of course, just like Jesus did, we're going to present it in love and we're going to release that to the people that are there because everything, faith works by love. Everything we do in ministry better be birthed out of love if it's going to be coming from the Spirit of God. Amen. You know, but that still don't mean you won't have to deal with rejection and all these other things. You know, he came to his own, his own received him not, the Scripture says. That's so, true. So yes. why do you think it might be different for, me, for you? I mean, it's... Well, that's the whole point and why I wanted to bring that out is because I don't want any of us to shy away from giving a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge or even walking in any of the gifts of the Spirit just because we feel like we will be rejected. Go ahead and settle it in yourself. Not everyone will receive you, but still be obedient to the Spirit of God. Amen. So we got to stop for today. Thank you so much for joining us. You have a great day.